0: 1939, the world was getting ready to enter a new war, the Second World War. Allied Axis powers were aligning and the unsettled feeling of an entire world going to battle could be felt across the globe. The United Kingdom began preparing its people for the inevitable loss and bloodshed war would bring. New threats? New targets, new weaknesses shone bright. The UK government created the Ministry of Information to help lead the good news propaganda. They settled on a simple message, keep calm and carry on. Subtle yet profound, these posters were plastered across each city. A message of reassurance to the public that although bombs would be flying by above their heads, Fear was never the answer. Cowering and refusing to leave your house was no option. In generations before, we were called away from our homes to fight strange battles on foreign land, give up our freedom so others back home could prosper, to leave our families and everything we knew behind for the promise of preserving independence and liberty. They went out onto the battlefield. They went out against a haze of gunfire and landmines. Knowing the risk, they went out. This virus has made us all vulnerable, not to sickness, but to government overreach. The following measures are going into effect immediately. The left-wing Democrats like Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer have the American people right where they want them, stuck at home and dependent on the government.
1: People are concerned about their, of course, their health and the health of their children. Uh, if they are losing their jobs because nobody's coming to the restaurant or whatever it is, uh, then uh, we have to be there with some help for them.
0: It's evident from every aspect of the last few months that our way of life is in jeopardy. Freedom is in jeopardy. If you have to, for instance, go to the grocery store or pharmacy or another central business, you
2: might not be able to get in if you don't have on a face covering.
0: Which brings us back to 1939.
3: Everyone should carry his gas mask, just as the Civil Defense Services do. Your mask is of the greatest importance to you. So have it tested regularly by the water.
0: Learn to put it on quickly, too. What most people don't know is that the slogan Keep Calm and Carry On was actually the third option in a set of potential posters. But one of them seems pretty fitting for the pandemic war that we're currently facing. Freedom is in peril. Defend it with all your might. During the brunt of the war in 1942, Prime Minister Winston Churchill visited the United States and spoke before Congress. The message he brought with him was one of hope and perseverance for the American people. He declared, Here we are, together, defending all that to free men is dear. We are the masters of our fate. This message rings true, whether in times of war or pandemic. So I urge you and anyone listening, hashtag go out, stay out. Because once again, our freedom is in peril. We must defend it with all our might. Hey, it's going to be a good one today. Listen, while Democrats and their media allies keep making it harder for Americans to get out of this economic nightmare, Patriot Mobile has tried to help Everyone by lowering their prices even further. Right now, their US based team is standing by to design your customized family plan starting at only $25. Patriot Mobile shares your values and will never charge you hidden fees, unlike the big mobile companies. So that means they're not going to send your hard earned money to Planned Parenthood or other leftist causes. You're going to get the same reliable nationwide service. And you're going to support a company that shares your values, supports your constitution, and puts people before profits. Switching's easy. You can keep your phone number. You can bring your own phone. You can buy a new one. Whatever you need to do, they'll work with you right now when you join their family of freedom-loving Americans. You get free activation and a free gift with the offer code CHAD. Call 972-PATRIOT, tell them I sent you. That's 972-PATRIOT, or visit PatriotMobile.com slash CHAD. Get your customized family plan today starting at just $25. 972-PATRIOT or PatriotMobile.com slash CHAD. Go there today. You know, every day we come to you, we say it's party time, Mom. And we try to make a party out of it, but these days it's getting harder and harder, oh, Natalie.
2: It is getting harder.
0: There's so many voices out there. Mm-hmm. Voices that are controlling our life, uh, controlling our decisions, our commerce, how we personally buy, the things we buy, um, how we live our lives, our lifestyle, our schedules. It's we're, we're like we are trained. Like, you know... Pavlov had his dogs right and he Mm -hmm. rang the bell and then they would come and he would feed them and then he would ring the bell again and over and over he trained them that when they heard the sound of the bell they knew that it was time to eat and so finally he took the food away Mm -hmm. and when he would ring the bell the dogs would mouth water yeah they would salivate right So B.F. Skinner, basically, and I'm summing this up in a very loose way, but B.F. Skinner, who was a psychologist later on, came along and said that he defined it as behaviorism. And a lot of times, uh, throughout the psychological disciplines, you know, whether you've got Sigmund Freud, Carl Jung, and all these different guys, they all had – all had these things of what motivated people's actions. You could take it all the way back to Socrates and Aristotle and Plato. Even they had their opinions on what controlled people's behavior. B.F. Skinner's behaviorism said that if you condition somebody long enough, their natural reaction can be predicted. And what I'm seeing, although I don't necessarily agree with that wholeheartedly, because we're not dogs, right? But if if the powers that be, and that's who I want to talk about today, if the powers that be can break us down to almost an animalistic level and really simplify our lives, what do we do when we wake up? What are we going to eat? Where do we go to work? When do we pay our bills? When do we go to sleep? What do we do on the weekends? Years ago, years ago, Mr. Advertiser and Mr. Product Marketer, Mr. Creator, I should say, got together and they decided, you know what, we can control the minds of young people. So in, during the, after the baby boom of World War II, you had a toy company that came along and they created something called a Barbie doll, all right? Now stay with me on this, Candice. It created a Barbie doll. Now, Barbie doll wasn't just a doll. Barbie had to be accessorized. Barbie had to have everything. She had to have a boyfriend. She had to have a house. She had to have a car. Pink Corvette, right? She had to have the phone. She had to have all the clothing. So what did girls do? They sat around playing with the Barbie dolls. They changed their clothes and you you had to keep accessorizing, accessorizing. The advertiser got in there and, and started promoting that in such a way that it basically got into the mind of a whole generation of children that their life was supposed to be like a Barbie doll, that their life wasn't complete unless they accessorized. And so what do we see these days with our own kids? Everybody's got to have a cell phone. Everybody's got to have the PlayStation. Everybody's got to have the, the best shoes, right? We have been conditioned for, for 60, 70 years now of all these things that life materialistically should consist of. That's, that's a sense of behaviorism. We're mm-hmm. being told the things we like. Just this morning, Steve and I were driving here to the studio. And Steve was talking about his business with Party Nation. And he ordered some stickers with his logo on there. And he was talking about how many of them sold last night off of PartyfoulNation.com. It's over there, partyfoulpub.com.com. Yeah. Little throw the little promo in there. Within three minutes, I opened up YouTube to see how last night's show was performing. You know what? across the bottom there was an entire banner of different sticker shops (laughs) now why in the hell would sticker shops all these different sticker vendors on youtube of all places pop up within three minutes of us having a conversation about his new stickers
2: nothing you searched online nothing just just conversation nothing
0: i haven't searched for stickers and it was on my phone Mm -hmm. so you can't tell me that that conditioning process whether it is overt like that or subliminal if that is what we see on the surface think about what's underneath the tip of that iceberg how much subliminally and subconsciously are we being controlled so what i want to do today is i want to take you into those voices i want to take you into the controlling powers that be whether that is the government. Whether that is the voices of commerce or technology and even and especially Hollywood. We're going to get into that today because I'm tired of us being led around like sheep ultimately to the slaughter. In the intro, we talked about the conditioning of them telling people to to carry on and to stay about their business in the threat of World War Two. Of course, if you lived on the island of Britain, air raids and and bombings were not an unusual thing between 1939 and 1945, that period of World War II. But they still encouraged people at the risk of their life to get out. Now, here recently, we've been told to stay home because of coronavirus or whatever. Uh, And I want to talk about that. I want to connect it to the messages now we're hearing About these riots and protests and everything in connection with George Floyd, because all of it is just another sign of the conditioning and the behavioral things that we have been taught to do naturally. I've said something for years. I want to bring it up now and I want to preface everything else with this. It used to be. That we only held on to the words of the important people. Right? I mentioned Socrates, Aristotle, and Plato. These mm-hmm. guys lived a long time ago, but we still know their philosophies, right? We held on to the words of the philosophers. We held on to the words of the poets. Think of Shakespeare.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We held on to those words. Think of the words of the kings. We held on to the words of the, of the kings. We held on to the prophets. Look at the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. We held on to the words of all of these folks Because what they said carried weight, they had meaning, they were special. There was something about their words that carried a weightier substance than just the average person. And we were so impressed by the words they said that we would record those things either on a stone or on a wall. We had Egyptian hieroglyphics, we had cave drawings, we had Native American paintings inside of uh, caves on a stone wall these days we're still maintaining voices on a wall but it's a digital wall right we have facebook we have twitter we have youtube we have all the new ones that are coming out whether it's all social parlor everybody's trying to come up with another wall Mm -hmm. i get calls every day about the next wall and here's the thing we're saving everybody's words not just the people who have taken responsibility for the words they're saying because the words you say ultimately have consequences right that's why language is so important guys that's why it's so important when you start trying to change language whether it's somebody's pronoun or the meaning of a word bill clinton says depends on what the meaning of is is when you start doing that you change the ramifications of an action because how you describe it determines everything and if you start changing the language you're you're you're, it's problematic that's why these days look at the language that's come along just in the last months of 2020 last few months of 2020 we've talked about social distancing Mm -hmm. what else we have talked uh in government we've talked about collusion quid pro quo how how many phrases have been introduced to us that now are basically everyday things that we refer to right we we talk about all these different things and it's, it's like we've always known it. You see what I'm saying?
2: No, it, those, there are a lot of big words that I've, <laughs> were never on my big word toilet paper. Nobody's that I
0: ever used <laughs> the phrase, quid. unless you're in law school, nobody's ever Correct. talked about quid pro quo. Correct. Right? But now we say it all the time, because they know that language determines our behavior. All right. Mm -hmm. And there are certain things that can be said out there. Certain words written on the wall trigger a behavioral response in people. YouTube knows that. Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg knows that. Hollywood knows that. Mm -hmm. The mainstream media knows that. So we've been told hashtag stay home or hashtag alone together. So we've been conditioned by a generation of hashtags, right? Me
2: too. Hashtag me too.
0: Hashtag me too.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We've become a generation of memes. We talk about meme wars. Yep. There are people watching the show. You still don't quite get what a meme is. M E M E. That you know, where you are communicating something with an image, but words that describe it,
2: like a GIF. Exactly. There's something
0: you're using something visual to speak. And when you see those things, it elicits, elicits a response. Correct. These are the things that I want to get into today. These are the things because we are in danger. the end of the day, we're in danger. I'm going to make some people upset. That's okay. That's what we do on this show, Steve. Not it's, me. It's okay. You don't make people upset. Nope.
2: No, you don't. I'll upset. Leave that, I'll leave that to you. Oh, yeah. you're not, no. Yes, he does. Me. He upsets yeah. people for sure.
0: So. <laughs> so is that how many minutes we've got left in this or do we want to stop? OK, so we can go on. We can go on. OK. Yeah. Listen, there's so much that's going on out there. Think about something that happened just this past week. Just this past week. Taylor Swift comes out on Twitter. Taylor has what? 85, 86 million followers on Twitter. Yep. Taylor Swift comes out this week, and she says that President Trump has stoked the flames of racism and all of these things, and Twitter went wild over it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, in y'all's opinion, what demographic does Taylor Swift communicate with? She's not talking to your
3: mom. Little no. white girls?
2: She's not talking to me, honestly. She's not it's, talking to you. No, there's, it's, a, it's the younger de- generation.
3: Yeah.
2: Um.
0: So isn't it interesting that basically, and I know people little five minutes ago, you scoffed at me when I talked about the Barbie doll. But if you want to go after
1: mm-hmm.
3: a culture, you go after the young generation. You go after the but young generation. You could also say like, Disney princess 100. You can all the little girls and I raised three girls mm-hmm. all wanted to be that little Disney princess yeah. growing up and Cinderella. have the you know guy come save the day and yep. all that kind of stuff so He's let's charming. carry that
0: to its logical conclusion and Steve you're exactly right and I'm glad you brought it up because how many divorces have happened over the years because a girl grew up believing she was supposed to be a Disney princess and she married a guy thinking that was her prince And it all fell apart because the princess life is not reality. Correct. Everybody wants a big princess wedding. All you just had was a big old party. Now you got a marriage. Right. debt. So you had your day. (laughs) And now you have debt. Now you have responsibility, a mortgage. And then you have kids and all of that stuff. How many of those things? Because people had this idea well, I'm a princess, and I deserve a princess life. And I don't scoff at me because you know damn well that's true. People,
2: I will, I, people know that's true. I will absolutely admit that. I yeah. mean, I loved Cinderella, and I always thought this Prince Charming was going to come up and slip the shoe on my tiny foot.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> With your big old second-long bossy toe sticking out the yeah, end. Yeah, and now I'm on
2: my second marriage. Yeah. <laughs> you know it's just yeah. it is reality of you know and you have i to can wake get, up
0: i can go deep on all of these scenarios uh but, but they want to go after the next generation they condition our behavior with it i'm going to get into that some more in the next segment listen the anxiety and stress caused by debt you married folks it's overwhelming it makes you feel alone like there's no way out especially right now but there is a way out you don't have to go through it alone and freedom debt solutions is here to help you there is no one-size-fits-all solution to getting out of debt trust me i know that 100 freedom debt solutions has more than 400 debt experts that are standing by to recommend the right solution for your specific situation they're going to break it down for you no matter which solution you may qualify for Freedom Debt Solutions could help you get rid of the expensive credit debt faster than you can on your own with one low affordable monthly program payment. Since 2002, Freedom Debt Solutions has served over 750,000 plus clients, settled over 2.7 million accounts, and settled over $10 billion in debt. So if you, if you got $10,000 or more in credit card debt and struggling to make monthly payments, there's hope. Stop the stress and anxiety your debt's causing. Find out how you can talk to a Freedom Debt Solutions expert and get your free personalized debt consultation today. Go to Freedom Debt watchchad. Watch Chad. Freedom Debt slash Watch Chad. Get out of it. Go today. Hey guys, I, I dare I do this to you, I'm going to show you a video clip that, that just makes the hair on the back of my neck stand up, and I just want to tell you something, I am not advocating for you to just throw caution to the wind in these days, I'm just telling you to be sensitive to the voices you're allowing into your mind. Candice, let her rip.
2: This is serious, like stay home. It's just so weird to see people not listening.
3: I got a message for all you young people out there who think that it's business as usual. It's not. Ben Stiller. We really have to all stay at home.
2: All the youth in the city of Austin,
0: plus all the students at the University of Texas, stay home. The virus doesn't spread unless
2: we spread it to each other. Stay the at home. (laughs) To not heed the warnings of um, from the CDC, from the WHO, to not stay home, to not respect what's being asked here doesn't just put you in jeopardy the way that I put myself in jeopardy by running around during a
1: snowstorm. It puts everyone in jeopardy.
3: When we ha- you know, have this discussion about going, going back or reopening, I think a lot of people should just say, no, we're not going back to that. We're not going back to working... 70-hour weeks just so that we could put food on the table and not even feel any sort of semblance of security in our lives.
0: Apart from the fact that these people don't understand how to use camera angles, (laughs) just that enough
3: annoys me, right? (laughs) But it looked like she was going to chew somebody's head off or something like a (laughs) of menace. Okay, there's a verse in the Bible
0: It says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Now, the Hebrew word there, thinks, is the word sha'ar. As a man sha'ar in his nefesh, his soul. Nefesh is that word there for heart. Your soul is your heart, your mind, your volition, your will, your ability to make choices. As a man thinks in his heart, as a man sha'ar in his nefesh. The word sha'ar means a gatekeeper, okay? As a man opens the gate to his heart, mind, emotions, and his will. Whatever you give access to into your heart, into your mind, you will become, Okay? Garbage in, garbage out. That's an old computer term that's been around since the 80s. Gigo.
2: You could have just led with that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but I want you to think about that. What you give access to. So what happens when you take your kid and you use the television or TikTok or uh, whatever's on the internet or a PlayStation and you mm. set them down in front of it and you say, okay, that's my babysitter for the next few hours because I got to get a little bit of peace. Truth. I'm going to go cook dinner. I'm going to do this. Y'all watch TV. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. As a man gives access to his mind, will, and emotions, so he becomes. And we're setting our kids down in front of this. And you look at those guys. Look how cool they were, right? It's so cool. Now, we don't think they're cool, but the kids do. You know, they're indoors, got their sunglasses on, got their hat turned around backwards. See, look at me. I am
3: anti-cool. I thought Samuel (laughs) Jackson was cool. (laughs) <laughs> of course you did. You're a moron. But,
0: <laughs> I thought Matthew. It's, but it's funny,
3: he said, Matthew S- with S- his
0: bug-eyed he was glasses. Sh- he was just shiny with his bug-eyed. But it's because he doesn't bathe. With his true. bug-eyed glasses on, um, you know, see, he can do that because he's cool, right? It's true. That's why. That's why. Like the biggest thing that I've tried to do and all the stuff i've done over the years is not be cool and i've succeeded (laughs) i mean nobody wears no nobody wears a cowboy hat around anymore i but i do because i just whatever you know so i've kind of created a thing out of it i love it but i'm not out there trying to be cool i'm out there trying to get away from that ideology and to let me use my voice for influence right your kids are, our kids are watching these things. You know, I think of my own kids right now, and I could list off things that they watch, things that mm-hmm. they like. Um, and I'm immediately, like my mother called me on the phone the other day, and she's like, I was looking at, and she named off a couple of my kids. I was looking at their Facebook. She goes, and I don't understand most stuff they're posting.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I said, well, that's because you don't watch Doctor Who or Stranger Things. You don't, you don't know. Pimple Popper. Yeah, I mean... I, <laughs> know for crying out loud Uh, i'm aware enough because i want to know what they're allowing into their brain um but you know that's the thing because i because it's the parents job to help these young people guard that gate that is that access place into their heart into their mind into their emotions why do you think things like youtube i mean does youtube most people i tell people i say hey go subscribe to our show on youtube and people are like i don't know how to do that or podcast hey it's real simple just go subscribe to the podcast i i don't know how to do that mm-hmm. my mother the other day she said i watched that show with you and chad Robeshaw, but it cut off on me and i was like what did you watch and she said well it was just like four minutes long i'm like mom you know that's not the show <laughs> she goes well i hope not because you never got into his announcement and i'm like it's a 45 minute show mom I said, you got to watch it on YouTube. She goes, well, I don't have YouTube. I'm like, Mom, everybody's Mm -hmm. got YouTube. It's on your phone. It's right there. And if you don't have the app, you go to YouTube.com. It's real simple. I mean, it's just a matter. But so many in that older generation, it's new to them. They don't understand it. Something that people, like our kids, I don't understand TikTok. Right. But our kids know it. Man, the kids will sit there, and what do they do? They sit there and watch it for hours and hours and hours and hours. And you know what they do? They come up and they say, hey, Mom, watch this. They stick it in your face. And you're like, okay, that's funny. And then by the 50th time they've done that on a road trip, you're like, get the hell out of my face. Right? See, these these folks out there, whether it's advertisers or influencers, they know that the quickest way into the adult's brain is is when their kid shares that message with you.
3: Hmm. Sorry I shared that TikTok with you this morning. <laughs> Chubbed it in your face. That was But it's funny. true.
0: It's true. How many times do your kids come in there and say, hey, I watched this video on YouTube, and this is what they
3: said?
2: Every day.
0: Or they watch that clip that we just showed right here, and your kid oh. hears that and says, Matthew McConaughey says, I need to stay apart. I need to stay at home. I need to stay separated. You look at AOC. AOC is cool, man. She's hip. You know, she's what 30? 29, 30, 27, I don't know how old she is. But you know, AOC, she's cool these she, days.
2: She she
3: hurts my eyeballs. <laughs> well, it used to used to it was the athletes that brought us the messages for the masses from
0: And in many ways it still is.
3: It still is, but now it's YouTubers and where the kids are at. Yeah. Right on their level.
0: Well, it's and it's easy access. Yeah.
3: Yep. I don't have to wait for LeBron James
0: to come out of his million mansion in Hollywood and tell me what he thinks about Nike or Black Lives Matter or anything else. I go right there on YouTube Mm -hmm. and I can see it. I can watch LeBron James dancing on YouTube or on TikTok. I can watch all these celebrities doing all these things. And now you have these ideas of things like Instagram influencers and models. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's actually a job description now. Influencers. So when the influencers come along and say to your children... Stay home. Separate. Social distance. Now, I don't care what... I'm not, I'm not talking about whether it's the right thing to do or the wrong thing to do with social distancing. I'm not, I'm not saying anything. But just like in that World War II campaign that we alluded to in Britain, in, starting in 1939, you know, the keep calm and... It, it, listen. Carry on. You look at that, that is being indoctrinated into all of our heads... And you saw in a matter of moments, just overnight, suddenly they shut everything down. Businesses were shut down. Lives were under control. The voices were determining how fast I could go into a Costco and buy my 50-gallon jar of mayonnaise. It's lined up down the street just like that. Why? Because of the conditioning. They just ring that bell ring that bell
2: not to mention even we stayed open here as media so we were essential but i remember candace sending us something to put in our car in case we got pulled over yeah so that we had every right to be on the road that's that is that's scary the fact that you didn't even know if you had permission to be in a car so
0: look here lately if you go on facebook uh if you go on youtube or whatever what do you have you got the cdc you got the world health organization They're all utilizing that they're they're actually communicating with influencers Mm -hmm. and they're wanting them. They're basically giving them the script and saying, would you please share this with your audience? They're encouraging these influencers with these multimillion audience platforms to share their message. The CDC and the who I'll remind you, the who is controlled by China. Donald Trump just separated the United States from the who. Mm-hmm. OK, but yet the who is right there. You get up there, you'll see the latest COVID-19 updates. You see all those things. That's scary stuff. And I'm going to get into a few other examples as we go on. But first, working from home its driving up the worst type of cyber crime that's out there. Home title theft. We're doing it all at home these days. We're working. We're banking. We're video conferencing in front of those screens. Just like I'm telling you, folks, meal delivery, shopping, cyber criminals are targeting your homes by doing the exact same stuff on their computers. They want the money that they can get by taking out loans against your home. How in the world can they do that? Well, it's called home title theft and the FBI is warning homeowners. Home title lock is how you protect your home from cyber thieves, your home's legal title. It's online where they find it and forge your signature stating you sold your home to them. Then they're gonna take out a loan on your home and leave you in debt banks, insurance, basic identity theft services, they don't protect you from that. You're stuck with it and you can lose your house. Home Title Lock puts a virtual barrier around your home's title. Protect your home today. I want you to go to HomeTitleLock.com, register your address, and you'll see if you're already a victim. They'll tell you for free. You can use code Chad for 30 free days of protection to help you through this crisis. That's code Chad at HomeTitleLock.com. Use code Chad. Go there today. Who in the world is Greta Thunberg? Who is Greta Thunberg? Now, we know the whole UN speech that was prepared and scripted and how dare you. Mm-hmm. That was our first huge exposure on a big, big scale of Greta Thunberg. But who? where did she come from?
2: You know, she like she wears her hair like this and then she braids it and then she says, how dare you? And she should be in school. Exactly. She should. That's be. who she is.
0: But suddenly now she is this influencer of they ask everything from climate change to race relations to the elections in America. She's not even American. Tell you where she came from. She came from YouTube. (laughs) She came from being promoted on social media. Mm -hmm. And the celebrities and everybody giving credence to her voice and bringing her out there. Um, these influencers have this ability to put people up on a big, big stage. And that's why I go back to the point of we're allowing people who really should not have a voice to have a voice for all posterity. You can't tell me that a 16-year-old oh. girl with autism, no, no offense to anybody who has a child with autism, but I'm just telling you, you can't affect world policy with that voice. But that's what exactly what we're doing. Offended or not, that's what we're doing, and it's not proper, okay? Take it a step further. Everywhere, in every city across America, we have people taking to the streets, rioting. Now, the catalyst, of course, was the death of George Floyd last week uh, there in Minneapolis. The riots, well, I should say the protests started in Minneapolis. They quickly became riots then of course uh the protests riots have affected every pretty much every major city in america now in a big big way uh and how did they know to do that how did they know to take to the streets how why why just yesterday did everybody on instagram have their pictures blacked out with a hashtag black lives matter Or hashtag Blackout Tuesday Tuesday because social media influenced them and told them to do it. Okay, now, if that message and that was a message that just got out on Monday, I think, Mm. and it was affected on Tuesday. So within less than 24 hours, everybody's blacking out their deal now me personally and i have nothing against black lives and i have nothing against black causes i'm listening i mean i'm here for you mm-hmm. i want to have those conversations and i do have those conversations you know i do um but i'm not blacking out my instagram because you told me to i would it's, say i won't do it for that reason too because it's not just, gonna do it not gonna do it
3: that means they're uh, just conditioned you know to do i just got they're they're a told. message
0: yesterday talking about uh uh airbnb funding like five hundred thousand dollars to the naacp and black lives matter i'm sorry but as far as black lives matter is concerned they're a violent organization they've created a lot of violence uh and i will i'll throw white nationalists under the bus the kkk under the bus i'll throw them all under the bus if you're coming at anybody with hate anyway i'm i'm just not getting behind this thing because this the internet has told me to do it now, I'm guilty of, of hearing the bell ringing and coming running, salivating, too, mm-hmm. with certain things. We all are. I mean, throw up a tactical backpack or a gun or something on Facebook, and I'm clicking on the link. Right? <laughs> I'm checking it out. Um, it's just a matter of what your thing is. But what ultimately is the point here? And the reason it's scary is, let me summarize real quick before I say it. You've got voices. Voices. Those voices, whether they matter or not, are influencing our culture. They're targeting our kids. Our kids being targeted, they take the message and give it to the parents. That's why uh, we got to be so careful what we allow into their brains, into their hearts, because the Mr. Marketer, Mr. Advertiser knows how impressionable they are at a young age, right? That's why parents and their teenagers tend to fight. They butt heads.
2: Well, and how effective it is. I mean, think about when we were kids, and still today— when you go shopping and you're checking out at the line, where is the candy?
0: Oh, it's right there. It,
2: and whose site?
0: Absolutely. We'd
2: have to look down, but the kids grab that Snickers and look up at mommy and daddy and say, right can I have there. this? It's the same thing. They do influence their parents. My kids can't I have touch bought, that
3: candy. They can, they can look <laughs> at it, but they better not pick it up.
2: That, that's usually us too. I mean, usually mine is no, but have you ever bought that piece of candy? I have. Of you course. know, I've been influenced.
3: I don't turn them down. <laughs> Remember,
0: every store used to have when you ever put a the quarter in. in,
3: and for the kids, and you turn the little knob.
0: Uh huh. But let me tell you, if they can influence them that way, yeah, how much can they influence them when it comes to politics?
2: Mm-hmm. When it well,
0: comes to the leadership that they're going to allow into office? When it? When I mean, I. It's weird to me. It's weird to me. That they're actually trying to make Joe Biden look cool, mm-hmm. <laughs> but they're trying to make Joe Biden look cool. They are like Wouldn't he's you? like he's the well-spoken statesman and and he's the anti Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Look at what the media's done to Donald Trump and the way I mean, just the other day he comes out. He walks from the Rose Garden over to the church. Right. He holds a Bible up. Mm hmm. They were inflamed at the idea that Donald Trump was holding a Bible up. And I said, why are you upset over him holding a Bible, but you're not upset over them tearing out storefronts and looting? And they said, well, that Bible just doesn't fit with him. I said, so you're saying by that same logic that looting fits with the black community? Right. That doesn't make sense. Your logic is bad. Mm-hmm. You should be, if you're going to, I mean, you, you, come on, people, our values are so mixed up. But because Donald Trump chooses to hold a Bible up, everybody's going crazy. And they're saying, oh, he used tear gas to get a photo op. Every city in America has used gas to disperse crowds. It's common practice. But when Donald Trump does it, oh, my God, he's a war criminal. They've influenced that. That's why you get on social media. The only thing you ever hear is people saying, well, he used
3: tear gas. Mm -hmm. I wish I had some tear gas. (laughs)
0: Just in case. Steve really knows how to bring that altar
3: call home. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I, at the, on that same point, we're also teaching generation, a generation of kids to be victims. We're teaching them how to be a victim in anything they do. And I don't mean, it doesn't matter what color they are. They're looking, how can I be a victim? So I can have a blame. I can blame, I can blame whatever I can. I got something to blame it on. Mm-hmm.
0: So let me go back to this. Why do you think they're trying to get kids to vote or register to vote at music concerts? Because if Taylor Swift with her 86 million followers, who's an influencer, which how dare you ever say anything against Taylor Swift? I Mm -hmm. mean, you want the Taylor Swift army after you. That, to me, is extremely weird. These people, I mean, it's just like they're defending their savior. It, right. And I got nothing against Taylor Swift as a person until you start trying to become more relevant by delving into politics when you've always said that's not what you're going to do. And then you're then you come out with this huge partisan idea trying to influence people. And now you're going to have you know voter registration. But I want to call you back to the episode we did on this past Monday where Elijah Schaefer said talking about these people who have white privilege He said that they're not lazy living in the basement because they're lazy. They're not doing those things. They pull themselves back because they feel like they're white privilege. They're so guilty. They need to get out of the way so that people who are underprivileged can have a better opportunity to get up there. So that goes to your point about victimhood. Mm -hmm. They've been told by someone and something. That's That's why I like i'm so tired right now of of white people trying to kiss so much ass to trying to prove that they actually like black people i shouldn't have to prove that right i live with all people and it doesn't matter the color of your skin but we've been conditioned that we got to get on our knees and kiss the ring i don't like it we'll be right
1: back (laughs)
0: What do we do? How now shall we live in light of these truths? I, I believe the truths. We're being influenced. You have Hollywood celebrities out there who are offering bail money. They, they're they funding bail money for rioters. Mm. They're not putting any money towards uh, lost police lives. And some have been lost during this rioting time atrociously. It's been horrible. Um, it's a bad situation. I believe that they're trying to butter up this demographic in the thinking that if the shit really goes down, well, they'll leave us alone. But they won't because they can march right up there into the West Hollywood Hills and set you on fire, too. And we've seen California burn. We know how quickly that happens. We got to dismantle Hollywood. Hollywood is a cesspool, it's garbage. But what do we do? We Netflix and chill. We get in the hashtag stay home. What do we do? Who's profiting from that? Well, I can tell you some who are. Barack Obama, he's a big executive with Netflix these days. What are we watching? We're renting movies. We're doing all these things. We're still supporting them even in the midst of our stay home. So we've got to control the voices coming into our house. Sometimes I want to take the TV outside, shoot it with a shotgun. These are the things that we've got to deal with. You're itching, aren't you? You want to say
2: something? Have you ever had one person in your life that you literally could say one thing to, like one word, and it's an entire conversation because mm-hmm. you have that kind of chemistry? Mm-hmm. I think these celebrities are, they're almost not even having to say anything. It's just their face is becoming a representation of what how they want to steer you. Yeah. And that's scary. I don't think that's new.
0: It's not new, but it's getting worse and worse. Agreed. And I'm just saying you can take that and apply it to every other place you're getting, whether it's social media. And I know you're watching this on YouTube right now. We're all hypocrites in that regard Mm -hmm. because this is what we've allowed to control our life. Whatever you allow into your heart is what you're going to become. Go out. Stay out, folks. Don't be controlled. I love y'all. God bless you. We'll talk to you next time. Visit blazetv.com slash Chad. Sign up. And get it all. Bye.